0: Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films. We are diving back to the TV world, it's a bonus blogs episode, going to be going over the latest episode of The Last of Us, which is taking viewers and critics, as I've said recently and frequently, just by storm. The viewing figures are going up and up and up and it's lovely to see so many people connecting and really, really getting invested in this story between Joel and Ellie, obviously myself included. But really much did enjoy episode four. I've seen a few murmurs and a few people online saying that they found it a little bit boring. But if I'm being honest, I completely disagree. I feel that there was so much of a foundation that's finally really been laid out for us to see. I mean, I know it's been building anyways, but really, really, in terms of the relationship between Joel and Ellie, it started to really come to fruition. It's starting to bloom. It's really kicking in. And they're the moments I've really enjoyed between Pedro Pascal's Joel and Bella Ramsey's Ellie, I thought that they've done such a great job and and really becoming these characters. But now we're seeing another side of it. We're seeing that father daughter relationship really, really kick in. And um, I'm all here for that. So many wonderful conversations, so many great personal moments, and like a human level in there as well. Like you know, we have the giggles and the such. You know, we'll, we'll touch upon obviously the. Uh, the the pun novel book sorry that they come that Ellie's got with her and such that they have a good laugh with and such it's just those kind of moments that make us really really care for these characters and like almost remind us that they are genuine people. there's also the flip of this as well that the more we learn about like Joel especially through Ellie's eyes as well is that he's not he's got a purpose but he's not a good guide you know what I mean and then there's the argument flipping that. Is anyone that's left in this world a good person, you know? I mean, we then get introduced to another character, which again I'll touch upon in this episode that we'll obviously discuss. But the obviously the, the character uh, Kathleen that's popped up, which I believe is a new, a new character for the TV show, played by uh, Melanie Linsky. And again, it's like she's 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 a damaged character, she's been through so much, she's not a bad person per se. She well. She is' not she isn't you know what I mean this is there where is that line are they are they Have they done bad things or are they genuinely a antagonist? You know what I mean, so I do like all of the elements and the layers that are in there, more so in this episode in particular, I really enjoyed just seeing Joel and Ellie interact and becoming what we know and what what fans of the game will know what they do end up becoming to say with this like really really close knit relationship and that's obviously what we're going to talk about. please hold to my hand the episode four of the last of Us season one. This episode is available on Apple Spotify, all that jazz, Google Podcasts, RSS.com. Jump onto Facebook and all that. Give us a like and a follow. That too would be awesome. Really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, get in touch, of course. That'd be that'd be wonderful. Leave leave notification button on Spotify and all that, and leave us a review. Because that too would be grand. So yeah, as I stated, this what what the last of us I feel like is doing so, so well, in particular with introducing new characters such as your Kathleen's and, and now we're into a new territory of Kansas City, which replaces pittsburgh from the game i do like us getting to obviously this new location but what they've done so well with it is bringing different pockets of the apocalypse and different people's areas should we say and how they're surviving but just like kind of merging everything together so like obviously Joel and ellie are on this journey so of course they're going to stumble upon different locations but when you've got when we see and introduce characters such as kathleen and obviously her second in command perry and so it's just like all that community like how Joel and Ellie have, uh, and and that will have, have come to collide, if that makes sense. Because as far as Kathleen and her people know, there's some outsiders that have come in and started killing a few of their people. Whereas Joel and Ellie, it's like they have no idea. They're obviously like they they have no idea just how much will the people do have. Like I said, they've overthrown Fedra. They've they've seen what's left of the quarantine zone that, that's in Kansas City, completely desolate, completely destroyed. There's been a there's been an overthrow here. These people have taken back what's theirs. They've taken back control, but how far will that go? You know, obviously they don't like outsiders, as we've seen. Your know, people straight off the bat, as soon as they bump into them, they are like, "Oh, please help me put them on that facade if they need help." But then they will just start attacking. We've seen how bad people can be in this now. Like finally, I mean, we've we've heard Joel say to only throughout the last couple of episodes that people are a threat. I even says in this as well that you know when they're. Going to sleep at the in the campsite they they make in the woods that they have to keep an eye out for people. People are a big are just as a big threat as what the clickers and the infected are. This episode really does focus on that. Like, I don't, we don't see an actual infected person in this episode, which I think was a really nice move because it's to focus on, again, we're world building, but it's to focus on just the situation, circumstance that Joel and Ellie have found themselves in. But we'll come to obviously the whole Kansas situation in a second because I really want to focus on the actual relationship between Joel and Ellie just progressing even more. So, like I say, there is a genuine feel now that there is trust. I mean, the biggest compliment of trust there is is when Ellie is given the gun by Joel to say, look, here you go. I mean, it was a, a complete journey to get to that. Obviously Joel was really reserved and not wanting to kind of you know he has a purpose in the, the day, he's got to save and protect Ellie like he does with anyone. That's his genuine purpose. It's just that he's been kind of, obviously he's kept his cards close to his chest. He's kind of putting blockages up in terms of just how much he gives to Ellie, you know, with the questions and such. And I think the main thing you have to remember as well is that Joel is such a Well he is a broken person, but he's been through so much that he just doesn't want to go through that again um in particular obviously with losing sarah like the, the, this this girl ellie that's coming to his life obviously to him it could be another one of those situations especially if he gets too too attached which obviously we know that he's, he's going to he's getting there because there is a, a a shift in the relationship where they do feel like one you know what i mean like genuinely connected like i love seeing that i'm i'm really chuffed like i was smiling by the end of this episode that they would giggling to each other about the pun joke about diarrhea or whatever that Ellie came out with. Like the whole pun the whole pun side of it, as I touched on at the start of the episode, that's the human that's the humanity that's in the both of them. That's just a reminder to kind of bring it back down that even in the midst of all the hell that's out there, we can still have a laugh. We can still at least explore and learn and just kind of be as be as we were and it's rare for obviously someone like joel that's sin this you know kind of got a bleak view on the world because the world is broken as far as you can see there's no point and ellie does ask the, the you know the, those questions like if you if you're that against it then why why do you keep fighting it's like well you, you fight for family even though he states ellie's not family but tess was like family and it's again it's still having that block of like I want to open up to you but at the same time I really don't want to get hurt and I love that and I also like to say that on Ellie's flip side she is just a 14 year old kid as I said in the last episode that's just exploring and learning this whole episode again just keeps adding to that like learning how to hold a gun for example I know Joel teaches her that way the the proper way I should say later on in the episode but I love the opening of it where she's got the gun obviously that she took from Frank and and kept it in a bag and she's just in the mirror just like wherever they are in in like a garage or whatever and she's just practicing holding it but then like it's not even so much the way she's holding it but it's like I loved the, the thing of like her flicking between which eye to have open because she goes from like right to left to, to left to right to see what's better for her aim and like just almost like laughing about it like being like this is it's cool but I think that she's again wanting to feel more safe. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in she's been bitten, she's seen stuff already. People have died around her. Maybe the, all of those things wouldn't have happened if she was able to protect herself better, which I think Joel gets. Cause at the end of the day, there's only so much he can do. And he learns that the hard way when they do end up in Kansas city, they are then obviously kind of put into a corner and there's a few people shooting at them. It's only because Ellie saves him by having that pistol. That I think he realizes she like I, I I need she needs she needs to protect herself as much as as much as me as much as Joel's there to protect her. At the end of the day, he knows that she can hold her own. And I think that even though she's a fourteen-year-old kid, it's a completely different fourteen-year-old than what would be in the normal world's air court. If The apocalypse hadn't have happened, of course. Like a kid wouldn't be going around. I'd like to think, anyways, with a pistol, this and that, and like, having to put people down because of such and such. You know what I mean? So there's 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 a great layer there already, and I do like that moment again there was a lot of i've already used the word humanity but there was so much of that like kind of joel opening up about his brother obviously kind of explaining the situation where tommy went off and joined the fireflies and this and that but joel's the big brother at the end of the day he's always the one that has to go save and we saw that in episode one he's the one that got him out of the the, the i think he got put in prison so had to go get, bail him out kind of thing put in a jail cell that is sorry he's always there looking out for his brother, So it's like again his whole purpose is to protect and to care for people, to look after them, to save them, and that's exactly what he's doing again with Ellie. But I like this moment of him realising, you know, that's quite a big moment for someone like Ellie, who, again, she doesn't know the world as well as I do, or she's not. She's lived a life during all of the infected outbreak and such that she probably won't really know too, too much of anything. And to have her have to shoot someone, obviously, granted, Joel does the final blow and such, but I think it's, again, that moment where it's like, You shouldn't have had to do that, and I'm sorry. Like I I know there's a back and forth. Him saying I'm not very good at this, and she's all like, "You're really not." But there's guilt there for Joel. Like he should have had that covered himself. It shouldn't have come down to Ellie being there. So for me, that's like an even further, deeper rooted connection. You know what I mean? Like he's finally understanding her in a way. Not that he didn't. It's just that I think that there's there's trust there. There's a lot more. There's a lot more relationship and chemistry that's coming on between the two of them. I just thought it was really good to see that, that moment, that real personal moment between the two. And then it obviously leads to him obviously giving her the gun uh, in, in, in showing that trust, obviously, that he can. But I loved the sequence of him showing her how to hold it and that if he holds shows it this way that I can't grab it off you kind of thing. Just think it was a really nice touch. And again, that kid, I think that Craig Mason or Neil Druckmann, whichever one it was on the podcast, was saying that, there, there was that laugh. Obviously, that Ellie gives that that classic child laugh of discovery, and it's just a really nice little piece. Of, like it was a good moment. I love these kind of pockets of moments when you've got the stuff going off. Obviously, they're in Kansas. They're kind of boxed in. They're trying to just get you know just basically out of Kansas without being shot or killed by this 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 community. They're there, led by Kathleen. But like I just like this this moment, this breather, where we get to have that like kind of like oh that's a, you know, a nice moment between the two of them. It was really really lovely. There was so much of that within this episode, so much to say. It's just nice to see them gradually building their relationship and just becoming more connected. I, I really did enjoy. I thought that, like I said, that the 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 moments between them two, obviously just chuckling away, like that last sequence when they were laughing and say about the poem was just a wonderful way of closing the episode. I know it leads on a cliffhanger where they've been held at gunpoint, um, but I, I do feel, like say, that, that this is that Joel is now finally opening up to Ellie. Like say, he just he just when he's talking about her brother, he's just just kind of just pouring at her, just just away just kind of chatting away it, it it's necessary you know what i mean it feels like i say real it's believable they're not forcing the conversations they have been doing in terms of the character that is sorry they've both been kind of forcing a back and forth conversation in the in, in the last few times that we've seen each other because they don't really know each other especially for jolly doesn't want to open up too early but now it's it's becoming natural they're becoming as i say an actual friendship or, or relationship, I should say. It's, it's wonderful to say, I think it's very excellent. And I do like this kind of, as I say, this, this whole world building, but just merging the two, bringing Joel and that through and seeing like another, what could be antagonist. I think that's the beauty of the character of Kathleen because she isn't part of the comics, comics, she isn't part of the game, sorry, or anything like that. So I, I'm interested to see whether she is genuinely friend or foe or a little bit in between because there, like I said that, that that there is the argument that there is no good person left anymore like Ellie even asked Joel have you killed innocent people and he could tell he doesn't want to tell her he has done but he doesn't want to say like he does not want to like kind of not own up to it but especially for the eyes of a 14 year old child that could really like warp her view of him and then the day you've got to do what you do to survive and I think that there is no good or bad person anymore. It's just a case of how far bad have you gone, and that's what I like about Kathleen because I can't work her out, and I think that that's the beauty of the the, the writing, obviously from Craig Mazin and and the direction that Jeremy Webb's gone with as well for this episode. But it's like she's gone through so much already she's lost a brother that we learned in passing when she's speaking to the doctor whoever it was that she's got held hostage she's after a gentleman named henry who's on the run with um with i think is it his son or brother sam or something i'm not sure um something along those lines anyways but henry's the name that keeps being brought up and i just like that kathleen's there's there is there's, there's like a switch in her from what i've seen anyways from what we've seen in this first episode where I don't think she is necessarily a bad person. I think that when she, when push comes to shove, if she has to put put someone down, she will do it. It's it's that way of leading, obviously showing leadership that people can't necessarily or won't overthrow. And she's got obviously second in charge. She's got a lot of people there. There's there's a huge will of the people to even overthrow Fedra. You know they've taken back control. It's the will of the people to keep that going. I do like. I'm I'm interested to see how and if when Kathleen and Joel may meet because it could be a case of they may they may be able to help each other out. Do you know what I mean? They're not They're not bad people. They've just done bad things. But I, di- I did like that flick and that, that, that flip, sorry, of like Kathleen seeing these people that have been shot and then she's like, you, if we had a doctor, would that help? And they're like, no. And she's like, well, the doctor I've got is us rendered useless then, so I'm just going to go put him down, even though he was adamant, the doctor in the cell, that she wouldn't do it because he knows who she is. But people aren't who they are in the apocalypse anymore, especially for this and with Fedra and such and them taking over the quarantine zone and taking over this city again. I am just interested to see where that's going to go because I do feel like there could be more to it than just these people want to just capture and kill Joel and Ellie. I feel that yes, there is that, but I also think there's going to be like extra extra layers to that of like, well, you help us out, we'll help you out. I don't know, like it could very well just be, it could all just turn out to be like a huge battle between joel and, and joel and ellie and kathleen and such but it is nice to kind of see the worst side of people and to see to just focus on that and to what what's happened in certain areas rather than to be solely focusing on the, the infected like it is about survival and then the day you've got to, to survive you've got to live and i am enjoying what, what we've seen so far the other thing as well that's obviously going to probably pop up in the next probably in episode five is that Obviously, these the second in charge of Kathleen Perry. He shows her this room that's got the floor that's kind of like just breaking, or at least moving, and it just looks terrifying. Like again, great use of lighting with this because they say it was just just torches that was lit up this particular side of the room where you could see that something's ready to break out. I've seen from the trailers we probably know what's going to expect. There'll be a ton of infected that are going to burst out of there, kind of thing. But I think that that is going to be a, a big, a big pivotal shift in into obviously what happens with Kansas, with with all of these characters in this moment. So again, really really excited for that. I forgot to mention as well, sorry, that obviously the title of the episode is in reference to the song by Hank Williams. Um, it's the lyrics uh, reference the lyrics of "Alone and Forsaken," which is in the trailer. I think it's in the game as well, but obviously it's part of the the, the moment with. Ellie and Joel in the car as they obviously start to have their conversation and stuff. And music in The Last of Us has been carefully selected and carefully picked by Craig Mays and Neil Druckmann to kind of obviously go hand in hand with what we're seeing on, on the screen. You know, I say that they're not just songs they've picked out of nowhere, just kind of whipped together the Spotify players and throw it together. No, they've, you know, music in film and TV is so important and, and it really is stressed so much. In the last of us i'm looking forward to re-watching it all from start to finish and kind of maybe trying to pick up on certain songs and lyrics within songs that kind of foreshadowing what's to come i believe in episode one the track at the end is a little bit of a, a nod to what's going to come in episode three with obviously bill and frank stuff like that that i've really really enjoyed within the last of us and as i say that the, the careful consideration for the song choices and choices has been. 10 out of 10 with that and this was just another one of those moments obviously where they sat in the car and i loved all of this sequence there's so much in that that i really did have a chuckle with obviously the magazine that ellie finds obviously the the the, the just general general chit chats themselves but again they adapted really well from the game to the to the screen obviously the tv show for that which there's some great parallels that are out there on the internet that you should definitely check out the other thing the cinematography that i'm really enjoying is kind of seeing these like behind shots of Joel at the back of him all the time that there's been at least one shot of that in each episode so far and I am really enjoying them like whether it's like one of those things where you could pick out those sequences and put them together and just see like a journey of where Joel's going and Joel uh, Joel's been to where he's going I'm not too sure but at the end of the day I really am enjoying them because it's like you're plonking the character in like a different setting a different setup whether it's trees whether it's obviously the quarantine zone in episode one whether it's obviously kansas and and the cars and desolate desolated city this and the other there's been a good few of them just solely focusing on the back of them i've been all for that really have enjoyed it but i did dig this episode like as i say and i'm surprised that people have said they found it a little bit boring because there was so much to unpack with it like learning more about these characters mainly to say is there any good people left you know what i mean Like even fairly now, fourteen year old kids being given, you know, the trust of Joel to have this gun. She's going to have to start putting people down. It's like I said, there's there's no line anymore, is there? And I do like that idea. I love that concept. I think that it's getting stronger each episode. I do. I, I did really... Granted, episode three was a wonderful piece of television. It's always going to kind of maybe feel like a bit of a dip when you come on the back of that. But I did find that this episode was really, really entertaining enough. Like I'm just loving learning more about these characters, seeing what happens in the circumstance they're in. The action in this was pretty great as well. Obviously, it wasn't like huge action set pieces, but I did find myself like really hooked and see how they were going to kind of overthrow certain certain characters or even kind of get out of the, the this, this situation they were in, in particular that when they were being held up following the truck crash and such. So it's really, really like, absolutely just driving at an excellent pace. I have no issues with that whatsoever. Just very much looking forward to the next episode, which is coming a lot sooner due to the Super Bowl. So again, win-win. But let me know your thoughts on Please Hold to My Hands, the fourth episode, obviously, of The Last of Us. I thought it was really good. Again, it's just another another shift, another panel, another kind of, as I say, foundation being built between Joel and Ellie. Very much enjoying the two. And Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal, as I've already said, are just doing a magnificent job. Bella Ramsey, they are absolutely wonderful as his character. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing what happens next. And to see, in particular, to see what's going to go off with Kathleen, because I think there could be more to it than just she's going to be in it for a couple of episodes. You know what I mean? But we shall see. I could be completely wrong with that. Anyways, thank you as always for listening to this podcast. It really is appreciated. This is another bonus episode. We'll be back with another bonus one to talk about the next episode of The Last of Us following it airing. But until then, until the next episode as always, thank you so much for listening. Take care.